Professor Beth Armstrong, project lead of an Australian fast research project, bridging the gap for Aboriginal Australians with traumatic brain injury, the brain injury yearning cycles. Welcome to NITV Radio, Professor Armstrong. Thank you, Bertrand, for having me. Now, before we delve into this uh, project, the Brain Injury Yearning Cycles Project, it has to be mentioned that this project stems from an existing gap, the underrepresentation of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people in rehabilitation services. Now, can you lay for us the background of uh, the extent of this underrepresentation? I'm based in Western Australia and we're working with Aboriginal people who've had stroke and traumatic brain injury. So, a brain injury as a result of a car accident or a fall or violence. The frequency of stroke and traumatic brain injury in the population is high. Um, Over 140,000 Australians suffer from uh, brain injury each year and of those a significant number are Aboriginal and for Aboriginal people the stroke and brain injury um, can occur more frequently. So a lot of people, the majority of people too, the majority of Aboriginal people live in rural and remote areas who have brain injury. Um, There are a lot of Aboriginal people living in metropolitan areas, but in Perth we've found, in Western Australia, we've found 70% of people suffering a brain injury live in rural and remote areas. And in Western Australia and in a lot of the country, rehabilitation services are not easily located in the rural and remote areas, so people don't have access from a location point of view. But also there are issues with services not being culturally accessible to Aboriginal people. And many Aboriginal people that we've spoken to in our research over the last 10 to 12 years have told us that they find sometimes communication difficult with uh, non-Aboriginal staff when they come into hospital and that the follow-up of people when they leave hospital is not very accessible People are often having difficulty getting in touch with people. Um, And so there are a lot of communication issues and misunderstandings. And a lot of times Aboriginal people will miss out on follow-ups and rehabilitation services. So that's why we've started a special program of research looking at how we can improve that situation uh, for Aboriginal people with brain injury. Now, the project is called the Brain Injury Yearning Cycles Project, and it aims to address the gap you just outlined for us. Now, what type of activities are involved in this program? A lot of our research has been speaking to Aboriginal people with brain injury and their families about what would assist them, uh, better access services, what services they would they would like, and to tie that in with what we know about works for to improve people's brain injury recovery journey. So one of the big things that people said was that they wanted um, more Aboriginal people involved in the rehabilitation process. So one of the things that the Brain Injury Yarning Circles Project, um, we have two groups, one in rural WA in the Geraldton Mullawar region and one in metropolitan Perth. And they're both run by Aboriginal facilitators and they both happen in 
what we could call an Aboriginal space. So both are occurring in Aboriginal community centres where people feel comfortable, where there are other Aboriginal um, people that are running the activities, welcoming them and things like the activities that we're doing involve yarning means talking, having conversations, so it's certainly about sharing experiences, sharing stories. But we also do lots of activities like painting, yoga, music, you know, things that will get people involved, that people are interested in, because we know from a brain recovery point of view that with talking especially, but with all activities of thinking and problem solving and you know, lots of things that stimulate the brain. The more you do it, the less likely you are to lose it. So the use it or lose it principle, whereas if people are sitting at home not doing a lot, not talking, not not engaging with other people, their recovery is, is likely to be not as good as someone who's actually using their brain in many, many different ways. So we have as many different activities as possible, But the main thing is that they're enjoyable, meaningful, and that people want to come back and keep on engaging. And the yarning circles have certainly done that. Yeah, and this project is starting in um, pilot communities with uh, really uh, good outcomes. But can it be replicated uh, on a larger scale in other communities and nationally as well? Yes, that's the aim. So... Um, we've started, as I said, one in the metropolitan area and one in a rural area to look at just that. And um, we think the principles, the, the, the group that runs in the metropolitan area has people from various backgrounds. So not all the people are from Perth, not all the people are from the same uh, language groups, but everyone says to us that the diversity doesn't necessarily matter and that it's being together which is the most important. And the principles of yarning are principles that go across Australia, across Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander groups. So we think what we're doing in Western Australia and the pilot studies certainly will have ramifications and and, um, lessons to be learned for running these groups all across Australia. And I think because we're doing the metropolitan and the rural groups will have things to say about those two different contexts. Before I let you go, Professor Armstrong, uh, anything you'd like to add? Mainly the, the main impetus for the Yarning Circles project came from Aboriginal people and what they recommended. And that's a really important part going forward with any of these programs. Programs that are designed by, that are run by Aboriginal people and that the target audience who are the Aboriginal people with brain injury and their families actually asked for these for exactly this kind of activity and I suppose the one other thing I'd like to add is the families so um, the yarning circles also supports family members and carers and extended family and community so it's very inclusive the groups are there to include all all members of the family because brain injury not only affects the person themselves but it affects everyone around them. So it's really important that any um, any of the, the groups like this are very inclusive and not only look at the person with the brain injury, but the people around them. 
Professor Beth Armstrong, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us about uh, the Yearning Cycles Project, a project that's bridging the gap for Aboriginal Australians with traumatic brain injury. Thank you, Bertrand. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 